Hello, everybody, and welcome to the American Arbitrage Podcast, the reseller podcast. I keep forgetting <laughs> to put the reseller part in there. How are you doing today, Don? Good. How are you? Good, good. Where could they find you? Where could everybody find you if they want to talk to you on social media, see what you're doing? It's 1851 AD, Furniture and Decor. I'm on, let's see, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're on Etsy now. Yeah, we got our first Etsy sale. Oh, we also started our own website, which we should be starting to finish everything up to start making it happen on that. Yeah, we have like one or two things listed, but we need to, we want to list a lot more stuff before we share the website and everything or else yep, uh, we need to there won't be up. anything for you all to see. But yeah, we're excited. We've been wanting to do a website forever and then we got with a... Wix, this isn't an ad, but we did Wix and it works really, it's really simple. It's simple to us, yeah. So that's awesome. And if I'm Carrie, aka American Arbitrage, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest in the house. <laughs> I posted like one or two more, or at least one more since our last one. Uh, nothing's really happening, but I'm just going to keep, <laughs> I'm going to keep posting. What did you post? I posted just something about the things I sold, the three items I sell, kind of like what I do on TikTok and Instagram. Once you do that TikTok one, you can kind of put it on, on all the sites. I try not to overdo that too much, and I try to do native stuff to like Instagram occasionally, but it's just sometimes too tempting and too easy to just post that on every site. You know? Are there other resellers actually posting on Pinterest, or is that... Because I always go to Pinterest for like my painting ideas, and I thought it was, Pinterest was more of a woman-based thing, but do they... There, there is the the We Flip It All guys who do the Amazon stuff that are pretty big on TikTok and Instagram. They have a lot of followers. They have like fourteen thousand oh, really? followers on Pinterest. Oh wow! Um, I have eight. Ooh, so eight. I, yeah, maybe I know some. If you if you if you're on Pinterest, go to American Arbitrage <laughs> and follow us. I'll have to go follow you. Yeah, do it. It'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. That's I'm on cool. Pinterest too. I think I've only posted a couple of I things. also started something else new today. I was talking to Thrifter Sifter, Matt, if you're out there listening to this, and he was talking about Amazon affiliate links. Yeah. And I'd been putting it off forever, but I finally did them. So if you go on my link tree, uh, if you're just going to do any shopping on Amazon, you could just start through my link tree and go do your own thing, and I get a commission, and you get what you're normally going to buy anyway. But on my link, there's uh, you know the boxes I like to use and also tape. I don't really buy on Amazon too much. I'm going to start doing that, but these are kind of like the sizes that I like and, uh -huh. the, amount, and, I, and the best deal on tape I found. So, so do uh, – um so that's all on there, and then they just go and push the thing? and Yeah, they click like, you know, I have one link for tape, one link for uh, the boxes. I'm going to put a couple other ones. I don't want to be too oh, annoying okay. with it. They click on that. It's going to take them right to the, the Amazon link for the tape. But if you go through that link, and then you just go buy whatever else you're going to go buy, yeah. whatever it is. If they're going to buy it anyway, yeah, why not, right? Why not? You just get the commission. For I should do that for my drawer pulls. because I tend to I tend to get my drawer pulls or my drawer lining like paper. Less than an hour. It was really, I was surprised how easy it was. Okay. And you already have your Amazon account. I had to, because I forgot my code to my old Amazon account. Oh. So I had to open up a new one. I hate it when that happens. Oh. Yeah. So it's kind of annoying. But today, today we're going to talk about probably our favorite season of the year. Garage sales. Garage sales, yard sales. Um, and we're excited. This is, I think this weekend was the first really big garage sale weekend of the season. And in this episode, we want to talk about getting ready for it, what we like to do. Some of our pet peeves, some of the things we love about it. Just an all-around love fest for garage sales. Well, I got a question. Um, why are 
what's the difference between a garage sale and a yard sale? Do they just call it something different in different parts of the country, or how's that? I think work? it's colloquial. I think it's colloquial. I'm trying to think when I was growing up in California because I'm from LA area. I think we called them garage sales, even though they were outside on the driveway. Usually, <laughs> we did them on the driveway. Yeah. I don't know if that. And a lot of people here do driveways. They do grass yards in the garage a lot, especially this time of year because it's it's still a little cold here in Utah. Yeah. Not that bad, but it's still a little cold. So there's a lot of people setting up in the garage. Sometimes people don't even, you know, they they say it's an estate sale, but they just didn't bring oh, any stuff outside. <laughs> when you go in their house, <laughs> when they say estate sale, I already know the prices are going to be higher. Estate sale means we want to charge Fancy you yard sale. We want to charge you <laughs> eBay prices for stuff that you don't want and can't sell. <laughs> also, that that also goes into what we were talking about this morning when we were at the um, swap meet is the difference between a swap meet and a flea market. I think that's about the same thing too, isn't it? Where it's just the the location or wherever you I think it's colloquial too. Okay. I think swap meet is more popular West Coast and, and flea, flea market, market is most more popular um, East Coast. But I know some people listen from out of the country. I know in the UK there's boot sales, but I've heard there's not so many right now with, with the pandemic. Uh -huh. But boot sales, a boot is the trunk of a car. Oh, so people okay. just open up the trunk of their car and sell and then they the thrift stores are charity shops and and they're not nearly as big as as the ones here in the u.s and i'm sure it's um different in every location around the world okay. honestly when i lived in mexico i don't remember a garage sale ever but they had some big markets kind of like flea markets going on that you can go in um and did buy it have the same type of stuff it was it was it was a lot of stuff was newer stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I remember we could always get like bootleg CDs. <laughs> we could always <laughs> any CD we wanted to listen to. This was when I was living in Mexico. It was you know two thousand three to two thousand five. Uh, two years on my Mormon mission, so um, CDs were still a thing. DVDs were still <laughs> a thing, so we could we could get good deals on those. But yeah, I love garage sale seasons. This is my eleventh uh, season that I've been a reseller. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been since 2011, but, uh, this would be, there's been 10 summers and then this will be the 11th summer. Did you not yard sell as a kid with your mom? As a or kid, anything? I no, I never yard sell yard sold yard sold <laughs> yard sold it. Um, yeah. As a kid, I didn't at all. Um, I did garage sales like once a year with my mom and dad. And I remember vividly at least once or twice, um, asking my parents if I could do a yard sale by myself. I didn't realize I was a little uh, like entrepreneur kid when I was a kid. Uh -huh. But I would do stuff like that. I'd be like, can I? Because I just wanted extra money on top of my uh, $5 a week allowance. I'm yeah. like, maybe I can make some extra money. And I swear I made like 75 cents. And I think my parents gave me a little extra money because I, I was working hard. But I used to do stuff like that all the time as a kid. Um, I wasn't allowed in California, I wasn't allowed to go off my cul de sac. I couldn't, my parents wouldn't the parents let parents wouldn't let you? But my, my best friend was. Uh, three years older than me and, uh -huh. he, and he could go off the cul-de-sac oh. and he had a, he, I remember sending him, <laughs> I would send him on errands for me. One time I had an autographed baseball autographed by the angels and I'm like, go to the card shop and they're like, get me some money, dude. Let's make this <laughs> That's basically like I was eight, you know, I didn't realize uh -huh. I was like that. I, I didn't really think of anything of it. I just like, I have an autographed baseball. Let's get some money. What are we going to do with that money? I have no idea. Get more cans of soda and then throw them on the curb. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever used to do that as a kid? I used to get uh, no. cans of soda <laughs> and we throw them on the curve and they would start blowing up and then we would drink them from the side of the can. No, nope, didn't awesome. do that. It was pretty awesome. I don't know though. if you that must... was the girl thing or not. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I enjoyed it a lot. But anyway, yeah, I always did that kind of stuff. On a well, tangent. I went yard selling maybe a few times with my family, but I remember 
the big thing was is on spring cleanup and fall cleanup and people would throw all their garbage out on the side of the road. I just remember my dad would drive by and then he'd send all of us kids up there to start <laughs> dragging stuff home. And it was usually like stereos and stuff, but he'd have us go yeah, out there and rummage through people's trash. And then while well, he sat at home, so we'd have to drink it. We'd, we'd drag a bench down the street. I mean, he had a... Oh. Had you guys working for a living. <laughs> yeah. I, and then what's crazy is we'd get it to the house and he wouldn't do anything. So now it's like his junk. Yeah, exactly. And then until he puts it on the curb exactly. next to next year, it's just a rotating curb. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually do remember one garage sale I went to as a kid. When we moved in 1994 from California, my grandma, uh, I believe, moved up with us. And we went to help get rid of stuff out of her house. And we were doing a garage sale, I believe, at her house. And there, there was like another one. I believe it was another one down the street. Uh-huh. And I bought a $6 million man toy. Uh, oh, if gosh. you remember the $6 million man. Yeah, I know who that is. I don't remember it as a kid. It was before I was uh, like watching TV and it wasn't really on the reruns. But I bought that. I remember thinking vividly how old and cool that was even though at the time it was probably only like 14 15 years old uh-huh um but uh, you know i kind of wish i had it now Those oh are yeah like 100 bucks or so or maybe less i don't know it depends on the condition if they're in the box but mego toys look out for those, those oh yeah really didn't you have a hulk um oh i've had all sorts of yeah i used to yeah he-man i had a lot of gi joes and ninja turtles were my main toys and army and oh man i can go into toys oh, all day Lord. oh my gosh that and cards <laughs> yeah cards and toys just a typical typical childhood there but um let's talk about first with garage selling we were talking about this uh saturday uh, which oh, was yeah. yesterday i'm um, like all the days are blurring when you're yeah. a full-time reseller um you you have your weekend because you're working full-time but I, i'm like i don't know what day it is um <laughs> One of our biggest pet peeves, oh, and if you're doing a garage sale, I would strongly suggest to not do this, is directions on signs. And only directions. Well, no. They have addresses. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, sorry. I mean I mean by directions. Sorry. That was like, uh, <laughs> I wasn't thinking straight. I mean address. Like yeah, the address. All only. they have is the address and then no arrows. I think if you when you do arrows, people tend to just go that direction that's just what an arrow's for and everybody everybody knows on a saturday morning yeah go this way people will follow the arrows but when you put just an address i understand that nowadays everybody's got their cell phones everybody's got the the maps and all that stuff but we personally have done this several times where we've tried to literally enter in the address but when you're at a stoplight and you got traffic behind you, you gotta like the, pull over and get we, out of the car. We have to sometimes. pull over, or we have to go flip around and go look at it again just to get it. But I'm willing just, to bet that if you only use an address, your turnout's not going to be as big as if you actually had the arrows. You I'd need to you really, lose. you really need to dummy proof it. Basically, yeah, I, 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 I bet you lose half the people. You oh yes, get, at least I know us as avid garage sellers yeah nine times out of ten just pass it unless unless there is nothing and we're not finding anything we might stop. well yeah or i mean even like i said if it's too difficult if if the sign's on a bad corner where it's so so busy you do not have time or like so we actually came up with a little plan is i remember the first number and he remembers the second half yeah. that way when you're driving by your quick glance and then we try to put we it in a <laughs> GPS real quick. Put it together and not always are we successful. <laughs> yeah, so the key is with the garage sale signs and, and arrows. What, arrows. Just do arrows. arrows. And, and even, I mean you could do it, you could do the combination arrows and address too. That's fine. Well yeah, because then there's people then, who, you know, maybe don't have the time right that second and may jot that down or whatever. But we yeah, I, I think a combination's best, but 
I seem seems to be the ones that we usually end up going to is where it just says garage shell and that's all and then it has nothing but arrows. Honestly, after if that. it's just an arrow, we will follow it. Oh yeah. And sometimes we end up like well, going to like instinct. a sometimes we end up going to a paparazzi jewelry store. <laughs> <laughs> and I get some great Or a Scentsy. <laughs> or a Scentsy candle sale. <laughs> or and some craft oh I remember Tupperware. Uh, Tupperware or a craft show or oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're not a crafter, are you? I, I'm a crafter, but I'm not going there to buy somebody's craft they already built when I can do it myself. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's the spirit. So, yeah, we, that's our biggest garage sale pet peeve. I mean, the other big pet peeve that I can think of off the top of my head, and, and I have no problem with people getting eBay prices for their oh, stuff man. if they put it on eBay. Yes. And they ship it, and they – I mean – I mean, I guess I can understand doing once a year a yard sale and just putting stuff up, and if somebody buys it at the full price, maybe. But then you're wasting your time because nobody at garage sales wants to pay eBay prices. No. You're going to get, you know, on a great day, what, 100 people, which you're probably not even going to get 10. But let's say on a great day you get 100 people. The chances you, you get the one person who wants NCAA 14, one of Don's favorite games. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um <laughs> you know, you you get what it's worth, which I think it's over like a hundred bucks right now. Is 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 not going to happen? Even half that. So, or even you know, putting the the eBay listings. Oh, and they tape them on. They tape it to the items. Or the minute I hear, I there's been several times we've walked up to a yard sale and and an estate sale, and um, right when I hear the person say, "Well, that's going for sixty bucks on eBay," boy, I know right then that it's this is not we're wasting be our time. Because I'm sitting there thinking, and the other thing is, is I've told Carrie this, I'm like, one of these times we really need to just call them out. Because if you're standing there and they're saying this is going for 60 bucks, which if you're not a reseller and you're not on eBay all the time, you don't know that there is sold, there's sold listings. You got to look at sold, what it's actually selling for. Now you can ask whatever you want, but what's it actually selling for? And the things that they do tape to their items on the, at the yard sale or estate sale, or what people are asking. It's not even necessarily what it's selling That's for. True. And it's nuts. And then or, or I the, wish the we could one, just. The best sold or the best yeah, highest listing. That's I wish available. we could. The other thing is, is they're not even looking at what's available at that time. So they may be asking. It may have sold for 60, you know. But uh, if you look it up right now and the the cheapest one asking price on eBay is 24. Why would I pay you 60 when right now I can order it in front of you on eBay for 24 and have it shipped to my house and I don't even have to deal with the nonsense. People want the advantages of arbitrage basically without make, doing the work. Without doing the work. Arbitrage and I've said it a million times to Don and I've, I'm sure I've mentioned it in the podcast and in my videos you know, is putting the item in the correct marketplace to get the most money. Exactly. I am all for the, for anybody not doing a yard sale or doing a, you know, I guess if you're doing a yard sale, I would say, you know, be reasonable with your prices because you want to get rid of the stuff, but just don't do a garage sale. Put your stuff on eBay, sell the stuff yourself. I talk about it every day, get stuff from around your house, sell it. I have no problem with that. We'll find stuff elsewhere. Or, you know, maybe we won't find much at all one day, and that does happen. There's so. also another example of putting the right the item in the right place for the right buyer is if you, let's say you have a shop, because we went to the swap meet today, and there are people there who literally, literally probably have a booth somewhere, and then that didn't sell, so they'll go get their, you know, items that didn't sell out of their booth, and they'll bring them to the swap meet, and they'll still have their booth prices on their stuff. 
I'm telling you right now, I don't care if that antique dresser's worth $300. There's no way someone's buying because the minute you take it to a swap meet, it's been devalued. Exactly. Because you have it, just because you have it at a swap meet basically devalues your item. Unless you have a, I'm going to use Carrie's term, a Jordan card or something, then maybe a what, whole what's, what's his first name? Uh, Michael, I think. Yeah, there you go. Well done. There what's you his go. middle name? Uh, Mike. Uh, Joe? That's actually incredibly close. It's a J. It's Jeffrey. Oh, okay. Michael Jeffrey. Well, I was just taking a guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, I feel like that was a good example of of having the, the item in the right place for the right buyer because, honestly, it's sad to say that the minute you've taken it, either put it in your yard cell at a swap meet or a thrift store, you basically have devalued your item just because of the location it's sitting in. Because I'm not going to, unless it is a, you know, like we said, but um, yeah, you're not going to get what you're asking for. You're, you're not going to get store prices at a yard sale or a swap meet. I'm sorry, because most people that do come there are looking for good deals. They're not coming. If they wanted to get that, they'd go to a a shop somewhere or whatever and get a full experience that way not at a yard sale or a swap exactly. meet exactly it's, it's about the location of where you're selling the stuff there's a big difference between a garage sale a, a physical store like we have yeah. park city selling outside of uh, the casino in monte carlo i mean <laughs> where you are is gonna yeah. matter They'll, you know people could drop 20k on something worth a thousand dollars just because they have the money if exactly. they want to but we're not i mean we're not getting that here in our store and we're definitely not getting that you know in 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 you know a yard sale in this remember area. that yard sale we had at my dad's house and we made a lot of money at that yard sale but i remember specifically that a lot of the questions because i did we had just opened our shop and we wanted to kind of get our rid first of shop like yeah, five years ago, yeah, yeah the first one and so we kind of wanted to get rid of some item we needed to downsize because we we had all all three of us my dad carrie and i had all collected stuff, and we were just overwhelmed. We had a spot half the size of this one oh, room. Oh, it was tiny. <laughs> and we, we wanted to just get rid of stuff that wasn't going to go into the shop that we had accumulated from uh, storage unit because we used to buy storage lockers. You know, just we were both – we were all – basically pack rats but yeah, anyway you guys did i've never done it but uh, <laughs> okay but um uh i remember some of the questions that we got when we posted that yard sale and they seen the items we had because it was basically stuff that you would see in a shop because i had like what how many vanities did i have like four you had some of them were in four, different different processes of being completed or they were project pieces exactly but the specific questions I would get would be, is it going to be yard sale prices or are you going to try and get your shop prices? I got that question a few times. So that tells you right there that they automatically assumed that just because I was putting it, that item in the yard sale, it wasn't going to be worth that, as much that as That brings up a really shop. good point. If I see, and I don't really look, and we don't do this, at least I haven't done this in years. I don't look at listings on, on Craigslist or KSL here in Utah or Facebook you know, very rarely do I look at listings for garage sales because, and typically the nicer it looks, like video games and stuff, the more you know, there's gonna just like, it's, it's going to be overpriced or it's going to be overcrowded. And um, I'm just, I'm, I'm not in need of, of product enough to go fight uh, people for that stuff. Yeah. I have much better luck just going to a random garage sale, yep. you know, out in the middle of nowhere, which we've done several times. No, oh, yeah. And, and, and just find amazing stuff. Speaking of which, let's talk a little bit about how we did this weekend since we okay. we had like, I'd say our first, this isn't our first weekend garage selling this year. 
I, I'd call it the first official week where it felt like garage sale season. It was warmer, yeah. So It, it was warmer, feel, but there was actually garage yeah, yeah. sales. Well, he, he did really well. I did. <laughs> I did pretty good. It's either he does really well or I do really well. It's It seems like it's never both. At, it's weird, yeah. It yeah. is weird like that. You either fill... Um, Fill the van with junk, a.k.a. furniture. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, it's not junk. You do really well with it. Or I, or I take one nook with uh, cards and toys, actually. I, sometimes I've had the car filled with totes of toys. Actually. Oh, yeah. Toys, yeah. So the best – do you know what my best find was? What do you think my best find of this weekend was? Since you – I don't think you got anything major other than some, some no, small just home plants decor. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, your best find? Yeah. What do you think? Oh, I would say the box of marble cards. Oh, wow. See, I wouldn't have said that. Oh, <laughs> oh, is it the plush? Yeah, it is the plush. It's but that we'll howdy doody looking dog. Yeah, it is that. <laughs> so here's a good bolo if you all don't know. Anything showbiz pizza, which is 80s, 90s, and showbiz pizza. Is I, an affiliate of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, though. they were a standalone place, I believe, yes. in the 80s. Um, and then Chuck E. Cheese, I think, was as well. And then they joined forces. To become just well, Showbiz was the bear, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the animatronic bear. Yeah, and, stuff. and then oh Chuck E. Cheese was the mouse. Nightmare fuel. It right actually was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place in California. If any of you are from the L.A. area, um, and it was called Bullwinkles. Oh. And it was like Bullwinkle stuff, Rocky Bullwinkle, and they had like a show. Was it that, a pizza place? Yeah, it was Chuck E. Cheese. It was pizza, and they had an animatronic show with Rocky and Bullwinkle, and like the the water <laughs> that would be different colors, and they'd be playing like oh. you know some Deliverance kind of music. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be just scared to death, and you'd go, go spend money. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if you were kids these days, if they were to go into a place like that, they'd have nightmares for I'll tell weeks. Tell me about it. Seriously, <laughs> it's like the Five Night at, at Freddy characters just come to life. Like Bozo the Clown, that's yeah, scary. That is. You're right. I'm not. I'm not as scared of clowns as I am. I'm scared of a lot of things in life, but not not clowns, really. But, yeah. Anyway, um, what were we talking? About? <laughs> oh yeah. So we found we found the plush. Yes. It was uh, Jasper Jowls, I think is his name, um, and he is the dog uh, friend of Chuck E. Cheese, which he has. There's a Chuck. There's Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, the mouse. Uh, e. Nobody knows what it stands for. I'm going to guess um, um, E. Everett. 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 Yeah, Everett. That's not bad. E. Green. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Everett would be good, I think. Um, and then um, there's like a purple dude. Because I, lo- I was looking up the plushes and this purple dude wasn't as rare. But the, the dog was the rarest. And really? there's two available before I posted mine at 120 a piece. So this is what I do when I'm looking up items on eBay. There's there's twofold. First off, I want to see if they sell it all. That's number one. So I'd seen that one had sold for 89.99 shipped, and one had sold for like over that, like I think, but it w- was the best offer. So who knows? And I think one was below as well. Um, so I, I took that into factor that that's what it sold for in the uh-huh. past. But the only ones available were the 89 uh, were the $120 ones. One was 121 was 121 So I put mine at 105 um, with and? OBO. It still hasn't sold yet. It's been, you know, two days now or the, a day and a half. I think it'll be gone within the week, honestly. Uh-huh. It's in perfect condition, that, which is strange. I'm... And it was really um, – there wasn't a lot of vintage – I mean, that's not super vintage. It's like 25 years old. There was – it was mostly it, newer items, um, but that was just sitting that in That was a, a weird location to find that because it looked like that – particular yard sale was like an amazon or a Am- yeah, or like a, a pallet place like, yeah what do they call that they were buying pallets and boxes from amazon like 
the Amazon returns, like you know, uh, we bargain or um, liquidation.com yeah, or bulk.com stuff. It looked like they it looked like they were those type of people. It was just a they had random clothes. plush in with yes. stuff that wasn't it was like crazy. that at all. Yeah, didn't you find that too? Like you were looking around and you were digging through. Yeah, I, Don tends to dig more than I do. I oh. just take a look and I'm like, eh, no, thank you. He doesn't want to dig through the box. I can't help myself. I, I don't mind digging through the boxes, but. Like, I have to see several things. I'm not, like, looking under stuff unless I see a, a sign. Well, that's where stuff's hidden. I, I get it. I just, for whatever reason, I'm just like, on to the next one. Let's move. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that was good that you looked through it. You pulled that out, and we found it. And uh, I thought, I saw Showbiz Pizza. I saw Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, 20, 30 bucks. How much do they want? A dollar. Yep. So, I'm like, 20, 30 got... bucks all day. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it if it's going for 10 or 15. You paid it six, and it was the $5 for those Yu-Gi-Go uh, things. Bakugan. Bak- what, uh, I don't know so- much about Bakugan, but it Yu-Gi-Oh? had some shiny ones. Yu-Gi-Oh? They're kind of they're kind of similar. Who? Um, Bakugan. Baku- they're like know. toys and, and <laughs> cards. I don't know much about them, but for five bucks, like I just Pokemon to, type things. It's kind of similar. It's like a card game, and then there's also toys like spinning toys, I believe. No. Oh. The Bakugan toys can sell decently. Um, I just thought I'd try it to learn because there were some really shiny, raring, rare looking ones. Uh huh. I figured I can get my five bucks back. Sometimes I like to buy stuff just to educate myself. Oh yeah. Just so I can learn if that's worth it or not. Or you know, in the process of looking up Bakugan cards, I go, oh, those are the ones I should look for. You know, the, the, this mm-hmm. brand or this this year or whatever. And then we went to the the next one was where you got all, all that other good stuff. You got the records oh yeah that one yard comic sale. books so it was like another cul-de-sac just like pirate ship thing and there was like five yard sales and one had everything and the other oh my four God. sucked oh yeah um so i walked up to that one first thing i saw was a box of rl stein books about probably about 40 50 rl stein goosebumps and ghosts of fear street and all this stuff stuff from when i was a kid um and i knew it was a good 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 item to find if it was priced right so i you know, I always like to kind of, before I get too into it, get too excited, I like to kind of price, like, how much for these two things? You know, kind did of you, uh, do you know what I noticed first when we walked up to that yard sale? What did you notice first? You remember what was there? Um, there's comics. What would I notice first? Um, the little purple roll-up desk. <laughs> oh, see, I, I don't even recall it a, was 10 a bucks being and there it, at all. Uh, well, see, we're, all, we're both looking for different things. I look for the furniture and vintage and home decor, and he's looking for... Cool stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. And the, uh, But, yep, I looked at the purple roll, roll-top desk, and it was broken, so I couldn't get it. I'm sorry. And yeah, so instead, it was, he it was spent one of those days money. where... I was feeling so good, and Don was like borderline bummed out because she wasn't finding anything. Well, normally I come with a packed car full of freaking uh, furniture and stuff, and I didn't get nothing. But we got the R.L. Stein books, of which <gasps> and I paid, the plush. Yeah, I paid fifteen dollars <laughs> for those R.L. Yep. Stein books. I've already mm-hmm. sold not all of them. I sold two separate lots at uh, fifty-five plus shipping for two separate lots total, and I still have another couple lots, I believe, left. Of them, nothing crazy. So I'm going to do good on those. I also got a big tote. I'm talking a long tote. Maybe like, like I don't know how long that was. Maybe three what feet long. What is that? What was and it? it was all, um, it was Imagine X toys. Okay. So there was an, it was $10 for that tote. There's several figures. I'm sure I got way more than at least $20 worth of figures. There's a giant boat, all sorts of pieces, like a, a pirate ship. Uh-huh. Um, and that stuff might be another $20, $30. And then just the, there's a shark, Imagine X shark, I believe, six, seven bucks. So, um, that's going to, and the, no, and the tote, that tote is a super cool size for stuff. Perfect. So, um, I'm going to try to get rid of those Imagine X quick. I think 
50 on the low end, 80 to 90 on the high end for a $10. You know, it was like no no way you could lose. Then there was a guy looking at the comics the whole oh, time. Oh, he was... We actually went and looked at other stuff, like other yard sales in that little cul-de-sac, came back and he's still looking. So Don was like, just get in there. Get in See, there. And and I, I did. I'm I did. more of the pushy person. I'm like, just go over on the other side. And I just started but, going through comics. And, and he I, just started I just grabbed them all and handed them to you. I'm like, we'll get them all. Because they were 90s and I knew I could lot them up. Um, oh, yeah. So I got all those comics and a box of Marvel cards. Um, 1990s Marvel cards are pretty hot right now. They were hotter about two months ago. They're kind of starting to cool down, I noticed, when I was looking at the prices. But if you're looking for Marvel cards from the 90s, the ones to look out for, Don? Uh, you said that Stan dude. Yeah, Stan. You look said for his st- face. You're right, you're right. You remembered. It's um the Mr. Marvel 1990 um, universe, Marvel Universe 1990. They were everywhere. I remember them being at KB Toy Store when I was a kid. Oh, I they weren't that. rare. They're not rare. But what's happening right now with those and the whole thing with why they're so popular is people were looking for other things to grade because grading has gotten so big. And it might have cooled down a little bit because PSA stopped uh, taking most submissions for grading, and that's uh-huh. the main place you Well, they're overwhelmed to. right now. Yeah, they're overwhelmed. They're backlogged, and they're only taking Super Express, which is hundreds of dollars or walk-in which is like their friends probably influencers and stuff like that um that's all they're taking right now but um anyway that people were buying the boxes of these 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 1990 marvel this was in december actually starting in last summer Mm -hmm. you were probably able to get the box for under 100 bucks back last summer unopened and then now the boxes it was getting over 2000 now the box is about 1500 cards yeah because people are opening them and when you get a spider-man you send it in if it comes back psa 10 uh, they were over $1,000. And there were so many Holy different cow. cards that were popular from that set because it was kind of the modern rookies of every Marvel character. Black okay. Panther, um, Thor, Captain America. But the main one you want to look for is Mr. Marvel, which is half Mr. Marvel on the picture and half Stan Lee's face. That raw, ungraded, in decent shape, not bent up, is about 40 bucks, 35 40 bucks right now. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I got a. I thought it was going to be a little better. I thought there'd be more 90 stuff in that box, but I got four cards. The Spider Man was probably about five or 10, but it was bent, I found out. Oh. And the, the Black Panther was miscut, but still probably at 10 or 15. And then the rest, there was big lot, you know, 10, probably like 20, 30, 40 cards of different sets. I can sell those at five to 10 a piece. So I'm going to do good on those. I also got a bunch of cassette tapes at that that yard sale. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. Led Zeppelin, Eric Clampton, and the double-sided case. And I got Clapton. a bunch of... Clapton. You always say Clampton. Clampton. Like it's the hillbillies or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say like um, swimming, like pole. Like a pole? Like a... like a Flag pole? Yeah, flag pole and a pool. Like I have trouble with that. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a California thing or it's just a carry thing. That's a carry thing. It probably is. So I have a lot of trouble with that. But yeah, it was good. I got some 45s too. Looking some of those up, they weren't the best deal. I spent 60 bucks on the, all the cassettes and the 45s. Definitely going to make money. I'm not sure how much yet. Well, if uh, not, we can listen to them. I know, right? There was some good stuff. Robert Plant uh, in the 45s. There's like B-52s, vintage oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Most of them, for what I was looking, are like four or five or six bucks plus shipping. So based on the amount I got, I'm going to make money. Oh, I yeah. paid $30 on those and $30 on the cassettes Man, and the case. Bunch. And the case is like, uh, the case for the 45s is like a psychedelic uh, platter pack, I think is what it's called. It has some damage. If it didn't have as much damage, it'd be like 20 25 30 bucks. But It's still case, cool. We can keep it. Yeah, it's rad. It's got the psychedelic swirls and uh-huh. stuff. So yeah, it was it was fun. I love to go to garage sales and the swap meet today. You got some stuff at the swap meet, didn't you? I did. I did really well. 
I did better than I thought, too. What did you get today at the swap meet that stood out? Um, I got a lot of roosters. I got the two candle stands. I got, um, well, that's about it. I just got that, and then I helped you find some of the stuff you're going to put on eBay, like those cows and... Uh, Oh yeah, the cow parade statues. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what those are. You're the cow parade or like millennium era, like turn of the century, like 1999 to like 2006. They're like all these. They're different cow statues that have uh, different patterns on them. Yeah, it's a big thing. Like there's summer, like uh, I'm trying to think of summer like rainbow colors. Summer uh, American flag style. One was orange. Uh, and they go into like logos. I think they do all sorts of stuff. I don't know how in depth they're really they go. pretty. I know they, they are. They're. I think I'll get about twenty to twenty five, maybe fifteen to thirty a piece. Let's go low. Uh-huh. Uh, fifteen to thirty a piece. We got them like three fifty each, and then I got like a Care Bear toy. Um, yep, you so, did. And you you found like those two. We talked about the candle stands, right? Or have you? Yep. And then the other thing, but. Oh yeah, so we got a lot of stuff. We got some stuff for the store that we're going to use as decor. So. Yeah. We did. We did pretty well. So this is the time of year, every single year, where we get the majority of our stuff, honestly. This is like, I'm sometimes living off summer stuff well into the winter. And when I'm going to garage, you know, I'm sorry, thrift stores every day and finding sometimes only a couple things, it's not that big of a deal. It's more of a, you know, you want to be there just in case there's something great. And also it's a hobby. It's fun. You know, when Carrie's had a good day yard sale, he didn't even want to go to the DI. I know. Now with him saying, cause we had time and he said, no, we're okay. Let's just go get some lunch. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I was... <laughs> that means Carrie's already had fun. Yep. I had enough fun. And, and there's like a certain point, And I'm sure some of you can relate that go garage selling where you're like, I, I just got so much stuff. Oh. And also I have so much stuff. Um, I'm starting to feel overwhelmed, um, with all the work I'm going to have to do, um, which is not hard work, but it's just like, I want to make sure I do it quickly so that I make the money and don't get bogged down. Um, and I got a bit done. I still have quite a bit to work on. That's why the funnest part of this whole thing is the buying, I'd say. Uh, really? The, the so searching that's and a, the that's buying. A, that's a hot take right there. So the favorite, your favorite part of reselling is the buying and searching. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all of our problems. I know. Yeah, no. That is by <laughs> far the Because in the minute you're back, you know, and you have your truckload, you unload it, and the next day you're off to the next one, and you forget about all the stuff you got the day before. It's kind of like, it takes a it's lot like of an addiction. It's it like, is a little bit. That's like drugs, basically. You get that adrenaline pumping when you're you're finding something really cool, and you're you're doing the research on it and stuff. Then you go back, and then the next day you're looking for your next fix, and you forget about the day before. It's, it. it's tough uh, as, a, as a full-time reseller like myself, because you, you're doing it kind of part-time a little bit. But like me, I have to – and some days are better than others. Some days I'm just like I, – I can't list as much as I want to because I'm just not into it. It's, oh, it yeah. takes a lot, of, a lot of willpower and a lot of discipline to be consistent with it. There's days that are great. There's days that are, and I think that's important when you're reselling is not to be too hard on yourself and try, I would say set weekly goals. I mean, I have a 20 listing per day rule, but ultimately if I had a good week, that's what matters more than anything. Yes. You know, there's going to be some days where you kind of struck out. You're like, I didn't feel it today. And for me, like I didn't feel it. Like sometimes I'll post 12, 13 things and feel like I did nothing because maybe for me, I posted 12, 13, like cards, cards that weren't expensive because I enjoy it. So, I, <laughs> stop. <laughs> that's like my, that's my fun. So, like, I, I technically posted, but I didn't post. And that's that's a problem I have personally is, like, is, is trying to make sure I post the most effective thing or, uh, oh, you know, yeah. most efficient thing at the right time. 
I, I will get posting, but uh, it's not always the most productive, consistently day to day, yeah, um, stuff. And that's something we all have to work on, and so that we can make sure we can we can enjoy this full time and do it full time and be able to do all the things that I mean we that want to do. I have those days where I just don't even feel like painting. I'm just even though I love it so much. There's just some days I sit there and think, you know, I just just not into it today. But yeah. You'll have those days, and I think it's from basically being overwhelmed with too much stuff sometimes. I think it's mostly being overwhelmed. Is Like, if I have so much to do sometimes, it totally takes me out of it. Where yeah. I don't want, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. I have to, like, today was interesting to me, and I kind of got in a groove here uh, at the end of the day for a couple hours, but it was hard because it was so nebulous. Like, I didn't have anything... Exciting. I had uh, everything to do, but nothing pressing. Like I obviously could, I probably have eight thousand hours worth of work here just to get caught up. Yeah. But there was nothing that had to be done this exact second. Also, there was. That's always hard for me. If that's the case too, it's also something that's not really fun for you either, because you're, you know, sometimes like there's some when I'm painting, sometimes there's different projects that I get way excited about, and I, I literally just work until it's done because I am so excited about seeing what the final product's going to be that I will just work the whole time just to see and then there's some that I'll just like I'll paint and then after I got the first layer on I'm like hmm then I'll go off and go do something else and then I'll be like I gotta go back to that it's because it's not exciting to me if it's going to be something that's just plain something that I feel doesn't take as much artistic skill and I think uh it's kind of boring, but you got to kind of wait, you got to wait it out. You got to do good, the fun stuff. And then the stuff that's not so fun. What's your, what's, what's the most fun part about like making your furniture? Um, being creative. I just, I like to look at the piece. I have a, a direction I'm going. Uh, and then the minute I figure that out, then I decide color. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll basically have the whole piece done in my head the minute I decide what direction I'm going. If I'm going farmhouse, if I'm going boho, if I'm going girly, you know, uh, shabby chic, whatever. The minute I do that, I, I'll plan the whole thing out in my head. And if it's really exciting to me, if, I, if I'm going to use a new furniture transfer that I just got and I'm excited about it, I will, I'll just get into that thing and I'll just do it from beginning to end in one sitting you know i may get up and get a drink or whatever but if it's one that's really not that interesting to me but i know i have to do it because that's the piece i'm going to work on i try to balance that out i'm going to have this many dressers i need i need a dresser a nightstand an entry table i try to have one of each type of thing and then each type of genre on on the furniture so that i can get a variety of people looking at my stuff but i'd say just being able to be creative and not everybody's going to see this things the same way I do. So some pieces sell right away, but then some don't. But that's the same thing with even reselling on eBay. You, some of the times you think, ooh, I'm going to post this. And you think it's going to sell right away or for the amount you want, and it doesn't. But it's also the same when posting on TikTok. You think, ooh, I got a really good video. This one's going to get lots of views. And you're like an hour later crying because you're thinking, oh, my gosh, this isn't this is junk. I can't believe this. And then you just take one of you just kind of willy nilly of just like nothing. Exactly. And it's like a thirty, forty thousand dollar or for, excuse me. 40, 30, <laughs> it's late. <laughs> 30, 40,000 view video. And you didn't even put that much time or effort in it. And that really, that, 
it's like so hit or miss. We'll do a TikTok story that I think oh people might yes. find interesting. Oh my gosh, yes, make you do a TikTok story. Okay. Go ahead. I hear you. I hear loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is that one where I, I got mentioned on the podcast where, remember I did that one, I just oh. did a video where I'm like, I, on this video, I, I wasn't finding much. I'm like, maybe I'll just try to, sometimes you just, I like to think not everybody's been doing this forever. Not everybody thinks about the things that experienced or even fairly new resellers think. So I'm like, I'm just going to make sure I, I, I do, I say something that, that, that could be helpful that I have to remember sometimes. Yeah. And it was a little Finding Nemo statue. Yep. And um, it was broken. And it was it? broken. And I'm like, be careful with these statues because sometimes it's, I didn't say it probably sure as clear. I said, always remember. I remember saying that. Always remember uh, to double, you know, the what I meant to say was like double check, but I wasn't, I think, clear. So it was kind of vague. And just people were really conf- like, I don't know if they were confused, but <laughs> it got, they'd never seen I any of your got, videos before. Yeah, They're like, what it got is like happening? Two or three million views. And if you don't know what I'm talking about or you don't know the niche that I'm in, I'm just some dude like, like talking crap about Nemo or something. I don't know. It's like, always remember that statues, look at them. Bye. <laughs> that was the video. It was really odd. And then um, a lot of people were just thought it was really interesting. And then I put it on Instagram. And oh, it yeah. did just as well. It did millions. And then um, it was on that uh, on Tom Segura and Christina, her uh, their podcast uh, that they do, uh, the, the comedians. Um, I, I found out it was on, people were telling me, and then they, they do TikTok segments. And my video came up, and then Tom's like, yeah, always remember. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the funniest part about that. Christine, uh, or Christina, she actually followed me yeah. and we're friends now and she's still my friend it's it's cool like i mean we don't talk or anything but like she still follows me and i follow and her she likes your, your yeah she's liked my stuff. videos after that too she's very nice um because i was like that's cool i'm just thankful that i was on the podcast it's so weird and it's such a small world but i did that again later like just recently in the last week and a half i did another thing where i was like just always remember to check something and i even put on the caption always remember and i started at always remember and it's at like 400-something thousand views. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just going to start saying always remember at the start of everything. <laughs> I, I always, you know, people are, I try to mix it up because people keep going like, you're always like, when you're at the thrift store, remember, you know, I always say like the same phrases, you know, and, and you do that when you've been doing a TikTok for a while. Dawn's playing on her phone, so. I'm answering people. Might be time for us to end uh, the podcast and I'm getting tired and loopy and I'm, I'm ranting about TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we should do that. We should go in the depth next time on TikTok and and um, how to make a video. I think TikTok um, the type of comments that we get it's kind of brutal. I, oh, sometimes. that would be. I think that'd be fascinating because I I can't tell you how many. I just got rude. this was on People YouTube. Rude. I just got. If you guys don't mind me swearing, uh, I'm gonna swear. I don't swear a ton. I just literally was working. Uh, I think I was. Uh, shipping label i was getting a shipping label done for an item i'm like getting being productive and then over my phone it just I, uh, popped down youtube comment it said fuck you dude <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was like i'm like <laughs> it literally just popped down like i got a comment like, in the middle of my screen how motivated I, i'm like i was like trying to work and i was feeling pretty motivated and literally it's like fuck you dude <laughs> i'm like the, come on the man. thing is is when you are on social media as much as we are, <laughs> you are open to just the craziest people. I mean, everybody has their opinions on things, but you don't always have to say them. Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't know have to I mean? say everything you think. It, it, it's just you're opening yourself up to be uh, praised, but at the same time, you are and I also... I honestly, people will at ring, this point, ring don't you. really mind. 
I found that more funny and kind of interesting. Like, well, by this at this point now, it's like it's just water. I remember it bothered me a lot at first. I think I talked to you about it that it bugged me that people were being mean. Oh, that. (laughs) Oh, I mean, just. I've literally seen it's gotten. I've literally seen go kill yourself. I mean, stuff like that, and. I mean, over it's just like crazy. People just get one crazy that I get on YouTube. The one that I keep getting all those comments—they all come from one video. The baseball card one. Yeah, it was basketball cards. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's when I, <laughs> people are like, "It's people like you who buy all the basketball cards, and people can't get to them." And I'm like, first off, other people are going to buy them. One, number two, I'm not the guy standing outside at, at on Friday Waiting morning for the pr- with all his buddies yeah. to get all of them. That's not me. I went. I got those. You were just lucky. I was lucky. I got those when I was still working. On your break. Yeah, at work. I went on my first 15 minute break. I was right across the parking lot at Sam's Club from Walmart. I went on my 15 minute break, sacrificed that, nothing. Went on my lunch break and like gave myself no time to, be... to eat basically. And I went in and I was just lucky that they were doing it. Right, and I, right at place that at moment, the right time. With how hot it was, I just bought them all. I think I've come close to buying most of them after that, like once. And then after now, I'm, I think you spent what? now. I prefer eight hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, I spent like eight hundred fifty in one yep. one full uh, one swoop. one swoop right there. Um, and it was it was cool. But now, I mean, people don't realize I prefer a limit on cards. I'd rather be able to go get prison basketball. And just You'd get rather one just box. be able to get some than none. Yeah, and honestly, at this point, after all the year, like if I saw a bunch of prism. And there's like it was fully stocked. I'd get like three boxes and maybe a couple uh, hanger packs, and that's it. I'd leave the rest, and then somebody else would probably take it all if there wasn't limits. But uh, I just, yeah, I don't need I don't need that kind of stress anymore. <laughs> but um, it's interesting. Yeah, Don just said it's it's late. She's got to get up early in the morning. I gotta get up at four. Four in the morning, and it's like ten ten o five. Yeah. So we appreciate you all as always. If you um. Um, have any questions, feel free to get a hold of us on social media. Don's 1851 AD. Furniture and decor. Furniture and decor. Uh, best place to message you is Facebook or, or Instagram. Insta. Insta. Mm-hmm. With me, the best place to message me on is... On TikTok, in, even. Yeah, TikTok's fine with comments. The thing with TikTok, if you're if you're wanting to like DM, is you like you both follow, follow each other. other. And I usually don't follow everybody back on TikTok. But on Instagram, I kind of know if you're a reseller or not. And then uh, you can also send messages and I can check them and then yeah. answer you whether you follow me or not. Yep. Which is the best thing. So if you have any questions or any thoughts, let us know. Uh, any suggestions uh, for things you want to hear and see. Not see. In the, in the, <laughs> in the podcast, it's let late. us know. We're going to probably work on some maybe interviews in the future. Maybe get some of our buddies on. Yeah. And, and talk with them. I think sure. that would be fun. Let's do it. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you all. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next time.